0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 684, Post-Apocalypse News Flash, Four Young Boys Survive a Month Without Phones, by Bradley Charbonneau of PassTheSourCream.com. Hello, everybody. I am Greg Audino, welcoming you back to the show that's all about improving your relationships. But there's more than just relationships covered in the old network, so just a reminder that you can always come by oldpodcast.com or search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find all of our shows, covering a wide, wide range of topics. Today's post here is a reflection on four young boys being without their phones for a whole month. Oh boy. Curious about how this supports and strengthens family connections? Well, I sure am. Let's get right into Bradley's post and start optimizing your life. Post-Apocalypse News Flash. Four Young Boys Survive a Month Without Phones by Bradley Charbonneau of PassTheSourCream.com Quote, You know, Dad, I think that over the course of this month I've noticed that so many kids are just glued to their phones and they don't experience anything going on around them. I just don't want that for my future. End quote. At least a few lifetimes ago, we decided to depart on our holiday without cell phones for the kids. We adults do have them, but use them for maps and reservations and photos. We're also more conscientious because the kids don't have them, so we're also not on them nearly as much. It's been brutal at times, but also gloriously disconnected and truly family building. Quote, I finally got to know my brother. I mean, yeah, I know who he is, but without a phone glued to my hand every minute, I never really knew him beyond just another player in our online game okay, he lives in our house, but, well, yeah. Mom, did you know that he has blue eyes? End quote. They played games at dinner, they talked about politics in the news, or at least what they could pick up from the Thai news stations, and even looked out the window on endless minivan journeys to catch a ferry boat. Quote, it's weird, you know. I mean, it's like I have so many friends, but then I think I only know them online. I don't really know them know them. I also realized that I wouldn't dare say half the stuff I do online with the person sitting next to me. It was crazy to see how people live who don't have phones all the time. Kind of weird, but kind of cool too. End quote. We traveled together with another family who also had addicted-to-their-screen boys of 11 and 13. We tried to keep them busy with daily activities like a Thai cooking course and bamboo rafting. Quote, You know what was kind of cool about that cooking class? I didn't take a photo of every dish that I made and share it on Insta. I had to use my memory instead of the camera on my phone. So maybe I'll remember it better now. That was kind of weird if I have to be honest about it. End quote. They were allowed to read books on their Kindles, and they all have Kindles. They read lots of books. They read on trains, on buses, while waiting in line for a ticket, or even sometimes walking through a town. Quote, I saw the movie of the book I'm reading, but in the book, I really got to know the characters. I mean, I really got into it, you know? Also, without my phone nearby all the time, I was able to focus for longer periods of time. When we get home, I think we should have a limit on screen time per day. I have to admit that I was pretty addicted to my screen and probably looked at it 329 times per day, but if we have limits on time when we're on them and then times when we're all off, it'll probably be better for our whole family. End quote. Of course, there's going to be the inevitable harsh reality of peer pressure back home with friends who are logged in and checked out, but maybe we'll have this month to look back on as a time when we escaped from the grip of the screen and can hold on to some of the positive aspects of a screen-limited life. Quote, Dad, I hate to admit it, but I wanted to thank you for not letting us bring our phones on this vacation. At first, I was really mad at you, but now I see that it's really opened my eyes to a whole other world out there. Thanks, Dad. I love you. End quote. I am overjoyed at how the month went, introducing the boys to media they hadn't experienced since maybe kindergarten, drawing with pencils on paper, reading books at all hours of the day, building sandcastles, playing frisbee, and even playing tag in the ocean. There is hope that just this experimental month could possibly make a dent in the depth of addicted screen kids. Tomorrow is Judgment Day. Wish us luck and send us a note on a postcard. And now the final section. is completely optional. It's even a little dangerous like those movie reviews where they warn you in the paragraph with spoiler alert. In fact, if you're sobbing even a little at the beauty of the reconnection of our family values, dear unconditional love for one another, and purely sappy and gushy dreamland of a family fantasy, just stop listening right now and go enjoy the rest of your day. Fill it with hopes and good cheer and try to play Monopoly with your family. Now, wipe away those tears of joy from the hope that you might again dream of a chance that you connect with your kids again. Are you sitting down? Do you have some more tissue? I'm just going to lay it out for you straight. Most all of what you previously heard is a complete fabrication. The quotes are about as authentic as a Louis Vuitton bag at the Night Bazaar Chiang Mai. Yes, they read books. Sure, they played in the ocean. They even talked to each other more. But offered the choice of a trip to the moon on a rainbow unicorn, or getting a phone back in their hands for an hour, it passed the charger. Quote, Dad, see the family over there? Seven of the nine people at the table are on their phones. End quote. By an 11-year-old phoneless boy. This one is real. It did open their eyes to a screen-free world, even though they would, with all of their heart, rather be back in the screen world. Full disclosure, the month actually went well, really well. My mom reminds me that I played the Atari 2600 until my fingers were sore. We as parents have to choose our battles but win the war. If my 13-year-old son picked up the tiniest of new habits in the past month, it was a win for us all. I'm also pretty sure that if you asked my son what color his brother's eyes are, he would have no idea. But hey, he's a boy. He's 13. And that's his brother we're talking about. You just listened to the post titled Post-Apocalypse Newsflash Four Young Boys Survive a Month Without Phones by Bradley Charbonneau of PassTheSourCream.com Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey. <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Oh, Bradley, always with the humor. Another fun and informative post from him. I hate feeling as if I'm not buying the posts we share. And halfway through this one, I was like, there's no, there's zero chance that these pubescent and prepubescent boys are coming out with quotes like this. So I was very happy to find that they did have some healthy realizations in the end. And Bradley's right. That's all you can and should expect. There's a great victory in even having kids that age reevaluate things in a healthy way. Doesn't mean they have to become these mindfulness masters over the course of one trip. So uh, a good reminder from Bradley to celebrate the small wins and aid your kids into creating good values from a young age. That's it for the Thursday edition, though, folks. Thank you so much for coming. I will see you tomorrow with a post on motherhood, where your optimal life awaits.